Warning. Every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. going on guys welcome to the magical bro transformation podcast episode 28 where we're gonna go over the big boom. joining me this episode is the usual two men of men guy of guys uh bro of bros mike and juan hello yeah yeah uh if you haven't been listening to the podcast uh the concept is pretty simple we just pick a show, watch it, rate it, review it, and then get a moseying on to the next show that we have on our list that you can find in the description. Uh, usually we flip-flop between something obscure and something more popular. This is technically popular, but it's not as popular as the uh, other shows I have on this list. Mm-hmm. But before we get on going with that, what have you guys been up to? How have you been? Uh, I'm all right. Uh... Haven't done much. What about you, Owen? Yeah, just keeping busy at work, getting ready to travel for two weeks straight. Ooh, again? Yeah. yeah. Um, this time I'm traveling to two different parts. Like one week I'm going to be in one state. Next I'm going to be at another state. Where are you going so the people can stalk you? <laughs> um, I'm going to be flying to Missouri, St. Louis. Ooh. And then the other week, I'm going to be going to Miami. Oh, that's exciting. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least one of those is. At least you can yeah. see an arc in the other one. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how Missouri is. Yeah. The arches of McDonald's. Are you going to happen to be in Miami when it's spring break? Uh, You know what? No, I'm going to be like towards the end of the month. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah, going to say, that... it's like they gave you a vacation, kind of. <laughs> nah, he, he avoids all that craziness. Yeah, Juan's a, uh, Juan's a good little boy. I'm a good I mean, boy. I can see Juan just getting plastered in his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> That's his vacation. That's my vacation. Staycation at another state. Staycation's all I ever wanted. <laughs> I'm getting the band back together, boys. Yeah, Are I'm you? doing it. Yeah, kind of. Well, Mondo was, was talking about it. I, it hasn't happened yet, but trust me, it's it's gonna happen. Just gonna just happen. you wait. Eventually, we'll play together at one point. Mm-hmm. So, I, how was your time in San Antonio? Uh, short, and uh, short. Mm. I was originally supposed to just go to San Antonio to drop off some drums, and like practice with Mondo for a little bit. What ended up happening was we went. Like, we got to the place where we were going to practice, and uh, there were people there, so we ended up just kind of lollygagging around. And then it got late enough to where Mondo and I decided to just practice outside, and so we don't bother people. And then by the time we finished, it was like 8 o'clock, and I was like, well, I don't want to drive another two hours back home, so let me drive 30 minutes to uh, your place, Mondo. And he was like, okay. So it began. So it began, and the only real story that came from that was that i finally went to pancake joe's <laughs> oh how'd that go oh uh, i don't i don't see why pe- i mean i guess i can understand why people wait 30 minutes to an hour to get in uh <laughs> because it's um kind of cheap 
but it's not worth the wait. I would prefer going there than Denny's or IHOP, though. It's a it's a slightly higher quality breakfast place. Yeah. I mean, IHOP is pretty low bar. Yeah, it is a really low bar. I mean, the novelty gives the bar a little like oomph, so that kind of helps it. The novelty of having a place called Pancake Joe's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you gotta go. You got you gotta go to the place that you've been wanting. Yeah, mm-hmm. now now I have a story to tell. Now whenever whenever I bring it up in front of people, I'll be like, "Yeah, back in my day, there was a restaurant called Pancake Joe's." Let me <laughs> sit sit down with me, grandson. Let me tell you about the time I went to Pancake Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> and I, ordered... and I was denied going to Pancake. <laughs> we uh we actually went there twice. The first time it was too packed to even find a parking spot, much like oh. I think when you went with us, Mike. And, uh, wait, wait, yeah. Were you? No, there? no, no. That wasn't. No, I didn't. I didn't go right. with you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was Alan. Yeah. But, I don't uh, know why you guys keep like remembering me going with you. It's because I wish you were there, Mike. You, hey, you could have seen the glory. Don't of, wish, you could have seen I the glory. I don't wish I was there for that time that you guys didn't go. Listen, I wish that you were there because then I would have been with you and not Alan. It would have been better. <laughs> But that's another story for another time. <laughs> Today's story is all about the big oh, as a <laughs> Steve Bloom likes to yell out. Yeah, it's I've, showtime. It's sh- it's showtime. Ooh, yeah, Mike. You said you've watched uh-huh. this like a million times before. Uh huh. Was your first exposure to it uh, through Adult Swim? Yep. Woo. That was my first exposure to it. Beautiful. Had you seen it before, Juan? Um, bits and pieces when it was on Toonami. Cool. And, and I th- uh, I uh, thought right. I had seen it before, uh, but <laughs> I guess it turns out that I've only seen like the first two episodes and the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah. last episode of the first season the, yeah, or the, the last, last episode, episode of, the first of everything. Season. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I feel like. That's what happened with me too, honestly. Because I, I vividly remember him saving Dorothy. Yeah. And nothing uh-huh. else that happened except <laughs> that and like the last episode or second to last. I forget exactly which one I, I remember the most. I mean, the very last episode of the show and the one before it were pretty trippy. Yeah. And they left a lot to be explained, but that was because it's... they were banking on another season. Yeah. And I guess we should get out of the way that uh, we're, even though this show has 26 episodes, uh, I just like dividing things into seasons just to make it easier on me. And we're just reviewing the first 13 episodes because it came out in uh, 1999 and it stopped airing in 2000. And then the second season wasn't released until 2003. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought wow. I, I thought I told you guys. Or, well, no, no I, I mean, like, until you had told me, I had no idea that that's how that... Like, I'd always thought it was just one season. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, in the background, when uh, we're discussing this, I think Juan was the one that told me, so, how many episodes was this? And I told him it's 13, and he was like, but it has 26 here. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> so I went on uh, the Wikipedias and the anime list websites to make sure that it was 13 and good for me it was 
<laughs> and I I would I would like to see the other thirteen though. Yeah. It it has a like it has a really good feel to it where I just like watching it. It does. I really like the style. I I like. I I don't know. There's something about it. It kind of. I mean, the studio that made it was also the, the people that did Batman, the animated series. Wait, Studio Sunrise did Batman the animated series? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, now everything so, makes more sense. Yeah, that's why like it, you kind of have that Batman feel to it. They uh, really shared that same like aesthetic. And- yeah, mm-hmm. I, like one of the things I was going to tell you guys was uh, I could see why they would pick this as one of the shows to put on Toonami because you could... It has a similar style to like Batman the animated series and a bunch of other mm-hmm. like comic book themed animated shows. Well, yeah. I mean, I believe that was part of the reason why it was such an international success at the time. Like, I mean, the, the, this this show survived for two seasons solely on its international sales. Yeah, because like people loved it elsewhere, but it didn't do very good in Japan itself. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, basically the reason why it was only thirteen episodes to begin with. Mm-hmm. According to the wiki, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, and and honestly, some of the characters do feel like they came out of a Batman episode. A Batman, like you can grab, <laughs> like, you can just grab yeah. like one of the the people and just drop them on a Batman episode. And I mean, and some difference. of them were clear, like like they were they were clearly derived from villains and other characters. Mm-hmm. Like Fucking I believe I was like one. Um, yeah, okay, there's uh, Schwartzwald, uh, the guy with the bandages. That yeah. was clearly an inspiration from Hush. Yeah. Like, that was straight up Hush. Mm-hmm. And, so, and the toothy smells that they have, it, it they, looks like the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, especially when, who was it? What was his name? The guy that escaped from the prison. Um, oh, Beck? Yeah, Beck. Uh, I love when, Beck. When he was clicking his heels and laughing, it reminded me so much of the Joker when he was on top <laughs> of the big pile of money. I mean, his mannerisms and everything and how petty he is, he really is kind of like the Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, did you happen to... Well, you've seen all, all 26 episodes, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. All right. Does he happen to come out... Whoa. Are there any more reoccurring villains without uh, spoiling too much? Um, you like do? Do you mean like do some of the ones from the first half come out in the second half? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some of them do. Not all of them. I mean, there's a few characters that were introduced in the first uh, season that play a bigger role later on, and then there's uh, other ones where you're like, oh, I thought you were just this, and then, and then crazy shit happens, <laughs> and you're like, what happened? I thought this was a, uh, a a noir mystery with just some mechs, <laughs> and and then everything gets uh, gets crazy. You see, you get a little taste of that whenever um, whenever Roger visits the tomato farm. Yeah. You see, you see, Noni, that was just that was just the uh, the, the tip, tip of, the, of iceberg. the iceberg. It literally was just the tip of the iceberg because uh, from then on, I mean, there's a reason why the whole meme behind the show is. Uh, you know, everybody is tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, there is there is a really big thing like about that. So, uh, yeah, I was looking up in Tumblr, and that's all I got. Just just tomatoes. Just everybody tomatoes. is tomatoes. One, <laughs> that's the that's the that's the thing. I mean, that wasn't really the whole like that. That's like one of the leading theories. It's just the the, re- the thing is, no matter what you decide or what you believe the show is about. 
in the end, we'll never get a confirmation because everything was writing on a third season. Mm. That never happened. Oh, that's sad. But so that's that's that. I am kind of excited to watch the second season. It was interesting. I mean, it, it was a good show throughout. I really enjoyed it. I've seen it several fucking times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and I'd watch it again. I love I love the music. I love the the style of it. I just, I love the show in general. It's just a really good watch. I also really enjoy the music in the show, but I feel like uh, they there are times when they, like, overuse the song, like, the songs that they have way too many times in the same episode, which mm. it didn't get old for me because I really like, like, that bell song. I really like the piano song that uh, Dorothy plays. I like the saxophone thing. Like I like everything, and I I felt like they used it all at proper times. But I could see somebody getting tired of listening to the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they do use Roger's theme quite a lot. Yeah, but I like it though. Like I like. Yeah, I mean, I songs. never got bored of it. I love like all the jazzy stuff. It's it's nice. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It had that noir feel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really did. Like the whole thing, and it's like, I mean, if you had said that this was a uh, Gotham City in the past, I'd have been like, eh, yeah, this, eh. yeah, I could see that. It has a, past, it, a with giant robots. <laughs> from I past. also just I love the way technology was in there. It it was like futuristic, but it wasn't too crazy, and it like had that like where it was old already. It was like, clunky. Yeah. Like CDs. Yeah, like everything, yeah. Like it was old and like it should have been upgraded, but it wasn't. Like it wasn't like a steampunk or like a cyberpunk kind of thing. It was It was, it was just, just like, uh, like it's just slightly advanced. Yeah, it's slightly advanced. Like Roger's car that had missiles equipped or could uh, change colors. Turn into a tank or change colors. He just. I, I mean, I love like little things like that. Like when he goes into the bar. And then he and pushes then he... the button and it like turns the car into like a tank thing. And yeah. like those guys that try to like get into the car, like, oh, like, oh, damn it. No, he foiled <laughs> us again. <laughs> but he goes to that bar so many times that you would think that those guys would, would be accustomed to like seeing it. They're just, they're just hoping <laughs> that that one day he forgets to turn on the security. <laughs> they got him they now. They can steal the tires. Uh, when I was younger, I always thought this show was about giant robots fighting because i think yeah. it would come out uh, after or before gundam at one point and uh i remember always changing the channel because <laughs> i w- because i would see you know the uh mega deuce and i'd be like this guy's slow i don't like it i want to see <laughs> gundams and swords and guns yeah the first time I saw it, I didn't really understand much of anything that was going on, especially, like, some of the, like, philosophical shit that the stuff yeah. would bring up. Like, I, I didn't really understand it, but I love the robot fights and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, I knew that I just loved the way it looked. And then, I mean, I guess that was part of the reason why I continued to watch it, because I wanted to understand it. And then just over the years, I kept watching it. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I've gradually grown to enjoy the show more each time. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's how I was, too, because when I watched it when I was younger... Um, I didn't really appreciate it. Like, I, I didn't appreciate what, like, the style and everything. I was just like, nah. Yeah, not one bit. And considering yeah. I was, like, 11 when I watched this, I understand why I didn't like it at the time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now that I watch it, uh, like, nearly, what, like, 
million years later. later. Yeah, a million years later, I see it. I'm like, oh, it's it's beautiful and it's, it's great. It's a good show. Whoa. <laughs> wow, we what a gem. <laughs> um, so the guy that made the music in this made a bunch of music for Common Rider, evidently. I mean, uh, I can definitely tell. Okay, I like I've only seen like bits i haven't even finished an entire season of common writer i've just seen like bits of gaim bits of bits of um i mean gaim wouldn't really be like I, the one you would go to for music namely because like gaim had more like uh modern style pop in their thing yeah but i just haven't seen like a lot of common writer if anything i've just seen like the newest stuff and even then i've only seen like bits and pieces and uh this guy evidently did the music for common writers agito deno kuga and hibiki hibiki was like uh i mean themed about around music so that's that's one of the shows i've actually not gotten around to watching still i mean i know it and i really like the way the suits look and stuff just yeah, I'll have to get it. But I have seen Deno and Agito and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I, I like the guy's music. It's like, it's, uh, I don't know how to put it. Yeah, it was, I just love that style. I was kind of mm-hmm. curious as to what you were going to say since you've seen, you since you watch a decent amount of Common Writer. And I had no clue that this guy did anything in live action other than. No, yeah. I mean, I didn't really look into like the, uh, the actual, like the. The, the music artist or anything like that, but I could definitely tell that it had, like, roots in that kind of thing, because it just has that feeling. Like, especially, like, uh, the theme that plays, like... I mean, well, like I said, Roger's theme uh, when he summons Big O, and mm-hmm. then the theme that usually plays, like, after the battle when, like... Or, like, towards the end of the episode where everybody's reflecting. You know, that, that music, like, uh, those are both, like, very... You know, that, okay. it's that kind of thing. I yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about the opening and the ending, though? Because I don't know if um, if this is just with uh, High Dive, because I think they also did the same thing with, um, what was it, uh, Skullman, where they made their own like American-style ending where they just kind of like cut pieces of the show and put it on the, you know, cut pieces the of the show. The opening I saw was... Um... It starts off with like the watch flipping around. The watch flips around, and then like it shows silhouettes of the characters, and then it, it shows who they are, and then it gives like a name card, and then uh, like it had like some other stuff like with the artist. I mean, with the uh, like the people involved, like the credits, the cast, and everything. Yeah, but yeah, that's what, how my opening looked. Was it a like a custom animated thing like most anime, or was it like uh, like an American style where they just get like bits of the show? Um, it didn't show bits of the show. I I don't believe in my thing. Like, I mean, it would showed off like some of the other Mega Deuces, but it didn't show off like, um, like things happening within the show. It was just like it showed off characters. Okay. Um, as for the opening song, I mean, it's it's kind of nice. It's not the best kind of it's... one I've heard. It's uh, like I, I it was kind of underwhelming, honestly. The opening. I agree. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the kind of opening that I expected after watching the first show. Like the, I don't think it had it in the first episode. So watching or listening to the opening rather on the second episode, I I thought it kind of didn't fit. 
And the opening, or rather the ending, was also kind of out of place, but it was also it wasn't as out of place as the opening. I felt. I mean, it reminded me of uh, that one song from Bleach, where it's got Rukia, like just uh, wearing that white dress or something. It's like the same kind of thing, where it's like a bluesy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't know. did your ending have an operatic singer? Um, my ending had a woman singing. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I just wanted. I don't know if it was serious. Because ever since that uh, Skullman thing, I've I've been. I mean, is that the one you had, or? Uh, I can show you. I like the song uh, that you saw too. more, but I don't like the visuals because I don't like it when they show just clips of. Uh, no, I, I feel yeah. like that's pretty lazy. But it's also a very American thing to do to put like clips of the show together. Yeah. yeah. It is, and but like I said, yours. It, I like the song more than the one I listened to, but um, it fits a lot less than the one I listened to. <laughs> yeah, like um, the opening that you had. I don't know what it's called, but uh, it suits the show a lot more. Like it, it has that uh, that style as opposed to mine, where it's just kind of a punk song that's like big. Yeah, o, big. O. Yeah, it gives like the wrong feeling to the show yeah because it makes you think that the show is like gonna be way different than it is like an actiony show especially like a super actiony show yeah. <laughs> yeah especially with the clips that they put with like people jumping out of buildings robots or the butler using the gatling and yeah like, like they add like the butler is constantly dialed to 11 or something yeah it's like the... instead you know he's a well-mannered man he's yeah, a well-mannered cool. norman like His name directed is by Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah see, that's, that's exactly what those what cuts it make like. it look like. <laughs> that's what those cuts make it. And then with all the Mega Deuces walking together, it makes it seem like there's going to be a giant war or something. And it's just, it's, you know. I I love the whole thing behind the Mega Deuces, though, where it's like, um, you know, just like the their place in the story where people have just kind of grown to accept them, where they're just like, oh, it's a giant robot, and then, you know, Mega Deuce, Big O comes out, and they're like, oh, here uh, comes here Big O, here he comes. more property damage. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like the, the military police chief is always just like, oh, uh, damn it, we're going to have to pay millions of tax dollars. It's but he's also relieved. Jobs. Yeah, I mean, he's also relieved because that's the only thing that can destroy these other big robots. So they're like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Get the name, the name Mega Dude is just, I don't know, something about that <laughs> name just, it's just funny to me. It's because and, he associate Dude with Poopy. Yes, that's why. Because <laughs> I think Mega Dude, and I'm like, okay, he's going to drop a huge He's going to drop a huge shit on them. <laughs> I so, mean,. I mean, but, it's fitting because he's a lot stronger than all the other Mega Deuces. <laughs> well, not only that, but Mega Deuce means Mega is, is greater, and Deuce comes. I don't know if it's if it's the Latin word, but Deus, so it's greater God. God, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So, I'm like, but, it's Deuce, but the so way God, that, that like, but the, the way, way that people spell it, it yeah, <laughs> and the way that people spell it, I'm just like, uh, it doesn't look sound like it's because Deuce. he's big shit, Juan. He's big shit. <laughs> He's big shit, dude. He, he ain't no normal shit. <laughs> no, no, he's a... Have, you watch the show, he's big shit. He's and, big like, shit. And, it's, like, it's weird how, like, his name is Megadeuce, and they bring it up later. Um, I, It's a tiny little spoiler, but, like, he brings it up later where they're, like, 
you know, you call yourself Megadeuce or the Megadeuce or whatever, but all of the robots you've been fighting are Megadeuces. Yeah. Wow. And the other thing is, like, his isn't supposed to be, like, super special or anything. His was a mass-produced unit. Oh. Hence why that shows his Megadeuce walking with a bunch of other Megadeuces. Yeah, I yeah he's yeah he is he's the mass produced unit. He was, uh, you know, it, that's that's what it was. Yeah. So it shouldn't be as strong as it is. the The whole reason why like they're pushing it is because I mean, you can kind of tell throughout even the first season. His Megadeus is uh, it's alive. It's starting to wake up. That's why they keep bringing mm-hmm. up Awakening and stuff like that. Because yeah. Megadeus is actually sentient, and like when it came to go rescue Roger, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there is a whole other thing with uh, with the, the tomato farm where he goes there and then the guy just starts uh, discussing tomatoes. He's like, ah, to pluck a tomato before it is ripe. <laughs> and, like all those things were like, it was like symbolic. And, st- and you see, that's where you start losing the younger audience because you're like, what the fuck is he talking about tomatoes? Fucking tomatoes. <laughs> but and, then, like, that's, the whole, that's what hooks The us. whole thing was scripted. Yeah, the whole thing was scripted though where he walks in and like, he's like, how could you... How, uh, where he brings the book to him and he's just like, yeah, you know that book? Everything's a bullshit. None of that really happened. There was no actual war. He's like, I implanted the memories in these uh, in these children. You know, it's weird that you keep seeing the children, right? You, you're not one of the children, are you? Maybe? I don't know. Not going to say anything. And then, he's, and then he's bringing up the whole thing about the book where he's just like, uh, he's like, how could you throw away the book and say it's a lie when it's only half done? And he's just, you know, then the guy brings up the tomato and tells him, you know, you got to start shit over and over until it eventually becomes the real thing. So it's like, you know, you tell a lie enough times and it becomes the truth, which is the whole thing with implanting memories in the kids. It's like he's mm-hmm. he's trying to make a person out of uh, fake people. <laughs> That's the thing. He's just lying and lying. They're spitting a lie. And they're caught up in a lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing that they leave it the the show at it. At least at thirteen or anything. Like they, the the whole thing is that these pilots, these people that can pilot the Megaduces are, um, like they all have these memories, but nobody knows if they're real or not because I mean, there's no confirmation. You can't know. And all the kids that were, like the old man said, all the kids who were implanted with memories were killed because they started freaking out and shit. Roger, however, he's obviously one of the children because he can continue, like he keeps remembering shit like that, but he keeps it to himself. And then he also like refuses to accept the, the thought that he might have been like some sort of soldier that like his memories are fake or whatever. So he just kind of lives his life like normal, which yeah. is why the old man, you know, gives him a hug and he's like, "You can do it, Sonny." <laughs> <laughs> but is Nor- oh man, I love Norman and I love Dorothy, but but yeah. Norman yeah. seems like he's just accepted it. Yeah, no, I mean he, he's old and like, what is what does he have to gain from yeah. diving into his memories? Where he's like, "Why do I know how to maintenance a giant robot?" Yeah. No, who knows? Right. And and he told him that. I love that little that little conversation, yeah, that little conversation he had with Roger. Had. Yeah, yeah, where Roger was like, "Do you ever wonder why the fuck you know how to keep the robot in check? Well, do you ever wonder about why well, you know how to pilot, pilot? The, the your robot so well?" Yeah, no, no, I know I don't. He's like, all right, well, neither do I. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's where we'll leave it. And that's where he leaves it. He never brings it up again. He never doubts it. He's just like, I don't give a shit. I There's mean, no and way. I wouldn't either. I mean, he's he's old. He's He doesn't care. Yeah, he's just, he's just waiting. And he, he already lost an eye. He doesn't want to lose the other one. 
Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, for a show that was technically made as a gimmick for a toy, <laughs> it's written like so well a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evidently, this was a, just supposed to be a gimmick for a toy um, for Bandai. But they were like, no, we don't like this toy. And the guy was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just keep writing this. <laughs> uh, honestly, Bigo would look like a very cheap toy if they made it. It yeah, would because, bit. like, you, I would imagine the arms would only have the articulation to go up and down. Yeah. <laughs> Swivel up and down. Like, that's what I can see, honestly. Like, Japan's pretty fucking cheap. If you wanted a good toy, it would be like way too expensive for kids. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, to have the 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 whole pile bunker arm and the pistons moving. And... Yeah. So I could see why they wouldn't want to. Yeah, at a uh, Ushikon, they had a little model kit for the Mega Deuce, and I was considering buying it, but I was like, well, I mean, I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. <laughs> I should have bought it. You but also, it was probably like $100 or some outrageous price. So who knows? And it was the only one of its kind. The only one of its kind, and I'll never see it again. <laughs> Did you guys watch it in Nipponese or in English? English. I, I've i never seen it in Japanese, but I am I love the dub. So I, yeah, I, saw the, I saw the first episode, maybe the first mm, two minutes in Japanese. And you're like, this is was- okay. Yeah, I was like, eh, it's okay, but then I was like, eh, let me switch it to English, and and I was like, oh look, Steve, look, I'm yeah, I stick. fucking, I'm his, gonna stick to this. His dreamy voice <laughs> just sucked me oh. in. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Dorothy's Dorothy's voice just monotonous, and she's I, sassy. And... She sounds like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, does she like to like shit on? On, on Roger, <laughs> he has I bad mean, taste. Given he he is a he is a pretty. He's a bit of an asshole at times. Yeah. And that's what I like about him, too. Like, I, I love that, like, when he first hears that, like, she's, like, waiting in the office. He's like, oh, woman. And then he just goes off and he's like, oh, you're a oh, robot. It's Shit. you. <laughs> like, he just immediately thinks to flirt with these women. He's just like, yeah. Or when, when like, I, I loved it when they were first investigating uh, that, that dude's... Uh, it's, like, the first or second episode, I believe. Like, when... Um, or no, was it the second? It, it's when he was investigating that building, that old man's building, the one that he had uh, tried to get Dorothy for. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's when he finds him, like, laying on the ground and he's dying or whatever. And then these, like, mob dudes come and they, like, shoot a rocket at the yeah, at the, the office they that they're in or whatever. And then, like, they're under fire. And he sees his car, like, out on the side of the hangar. And uh, he just looks at her. And he's like, uh, Dorothy, you're you're sturdier than most humans, right? And she's like, uh, you're gonna use me uh, as to, a distraction, to aren't them. you? <laughs> yeah, to, uh, to distract them. He's like, yeah. And she just takes you're a off. Louse. Shout, yeah, I loved it. it when they funny. go back to the car, her hair is all messed up, and so is her dress. <laughs> and then she's like, you're a louse, Roger Smith. <laughs> it was great. I I, I love so their great. interactions. I love the way that they built their relationships together and how they slowly like humanized Dorothy mm-hmm. more and more as the show progressed. Yeah, like she she found the cat and she's like oh, kitty and then she she's kept it. And then with and the power the of uh of magic and uh machinery, she was able to power through her being 
taken over by programming. Yeah. With the, the power, power of love. love. <laughs> <laughs> the power of love uh, deprogrammed her. Mm-hmm. Debugged her, you can say. I enjoyed um, the... Who, what's his name? Um, Dustin? Dustin? The guy with the with the mutton chops. Oh, the... The, the, the officer? Yeah, oh, officer. I think it was Dustin, yeah. Yeah. I really love that little story that they gave him. Because I, I like mm-hmm. his design. And... I like his voice, and I was like, well, I, I wish they gave him like a little bit more, and then they gave him that story where I think he basically killed his sister. Yeah. It, it's they, they all live pretty fucked up lives. Like, yeah. <laughs> like all of them. Like, you know, with Roger, I can understand why Roger wouldn't want to be around the, the police force. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it took a, it takes a little while for them to kind of go into things, but the, the more you look at the police force, you're kind of like, yeah, Roger was kind of right in leaving. Mm-hmm. Or he was yeah. like, you know, I know you're disgusted in the police force, but we're proud to be here. I was like, ah. <laughs> and yeah. then, well, with, with that guy's character, um, I think it's kind of funny that it, it's implied that French is extinct. Yeah, which um, just does not had did not survive because everybody forgot everything. They were like, "Well, I don't know what the fuck this is. It's yeah. some crazy language." Yeah, and um, which is I don't know. I've I've heard somewhere that that's I don't know if it's true or not. But like back in the day, the French people were scared that the French language was going to go ex- extinct, so they made French the official language and like. They didn't teach anyone, anybody, anybody else. English. Yeah. And then they created Canada. And they're like, Maple, eh? <laughs> they made Quebecois. Quebecois? Yes. That was just Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. French. Cana- French Canadian. French Canadians. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I, I love, like, even though some of the stories, like, in the episodes were, like, like, it could get episodic at times. Yeah, right? it, it, was, just, like, it was fairly It would episodic. get solved in the... Like I, yeah. but I enjoyed like the one-off stories, like you know the whole thing with the sea monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that that was interesting. I I love how Roger did that. Yeah, if, you know yeah. he gets uh he gets uh, hit in the back of the head by an old man, but he still goes to help. <laughs> Roger was a very odd character. Like he was an asshole, but he was still helpful at times. He could have yeah. gotten out of those cuffs or of that rope at any point that he wanted to, but he was like, no, I'm just gonna wait until I absolutely need to. I'm gonna fuck with him. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with him. I'm gonna make him. Then feel he makes so the old man. Then he makes the old man some scrambled eggs, and then the old man insults him by putting pepper on it. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, "I made pretty good scrambled eggs, right?" And then the guy just starts seasoning it, and he's like, oh. <laughs> "Needs pepper." Yeah, well, look. Yeah. I didn't understand though. Like, why was the city's power being obstructed by the lightning thing? Listen, like, listen. Mike. The monster was asleep, and <laughs> and no, then no, when they listen. killed it, all the power came back. I was like, what? No, what? no, it's a science, Mike. It's science. And then like, and then like the the all well, the the city folk were like deranged or something. They're like the gods. <laughs> And then they started worshipping Megadeus. Big O. <laughs> Science. 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 1940s. Yeah, I mean, I guess it didn't really need too much explanation. It, it was hey. very, like it had that whole 1940s thing, but I like it, it was cool. It's just I was kind of like I don't understand. An explanation <laughs> would be nice for some things, but I mean, science. 
I mean, there's a lot of things that don't get explained even at the end of the I, show, if, especially uh, some people's roles in the in the series. As far as the uh, first 13 episodes, the best explanation that you could give it is, oh, everybody forgot everything, so they can't explain it. <laughs> it just I mean, happens. It must have been such a terrifying experience, though. You wake up and, like, what you're wearing clothes and like you're in the middle of the city and you're like who the fuck am i and why am i here why is this giant robot here what the fuck is this i mean roger lucked out because apparently he woke up in a mansion so. right <laughs> like he woke up in a mansion. Yeah. everybody just happened to do the things where they were like woken up at where they needed to be yeah, yeah. like they just woke up and this dude had a hammer in his hand and he's like well, well I, I guess, guess I'm this a mechanic. Is, i guess this <laughs> is what's happening now yeah I mean, it was also implied that Roger had been set, like, in the place he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to get Big O and with Norman and everything, because he was one of those orphan kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Ben Yeah, that was implanted with memories. His but, yeah, um, I enjoyed the first season's, like, pacing and... How they weren't like bombarding you too much with like mm-hmm. all these like uh, all the questions and everything like that. Like yeah. the the worst you got was a taste with the whole tomato farm thing. It didn't get <laughs> too much worse than that. And that and with uh, Schwartzwald's rantings, mm-hmm. yeah, that you know where he said that people need to remember. And the, I mean, and he I, I liked his argument, you know, mm-hmm. where it was, where he said that like you shouldn't just blindly go on with your lives after having forgot everything. You shouldn't just accept everything as it is. And I mean, it's true. People shouldn't have been as accepting of, you know, of all the shit that happened, that happened as they should have. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they just literally just went on with their lives. And it's like, it's it's cool that you did that and that there wasn't <laughs> mass panic. But, I mean, come on. Like, you, you just yeah. wake up in one day and you don't remember shit. And you're expected to be like, well, I guess I'm a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> I guess well, that's I my guess life. I was a hooker. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it, it's weird, and, I mean, it's understandable, but, you know, uh, Still. mass terrorism is not the way to solve things. <laughs> Schwarzwald was a bit loony. Just a little yeah. bit. And, and I still I like love that, his character. I like that this show was more character-driven. Even though it was episodic, it was it had to do with the characters. Yeah, yeah. like, they really did focus on the characters. Like, it was, it, it was good. Like, you, you saw the motives, and stuff so yeah, they, it, it, it was nice they had a monster the of a day every now and then they splashed mm-hmm. in some story here and there christmas tree christmas tree fucking christmas tree they had a goddamn christmas episode <laughs> they had a christmas episode but it wasn't called christmas it was, it was like, called life day or or what was god, it oh, the Lord, i don't know something about like god's day or something uh, and then they're like i don't know i don't remember but i just know that it was like implied that it was a christian holiday but yeah. not really <laughs> And but people, we don't it's people, yeah, it's because everybody yeah. forgot what, what that day was supposed to mean. So they're I, like, yeah, it's the founding of the city. I like w- like they're all just mimicking shit that they kind of vaguely remember. Yeah, I like when they were describing the old men gathering at that uh, abandoned building, singing songs that they don't know what they're for, but they keep singing them out of this book that has a bunch of songs and a bunch of passages and shit. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is this I mean, kind of cool. That was like everybody's just mimicking shit that they think they used to do because it's familiar to them. They're yeah. just doing it because they used to do it without this, ever thinking about like. Yeah. This feels right. <laughs> yeah, and then I forgot who was that guy. I the the founder of that company, 
where he's like, do you know what this day is? It's the day when our Lord is born. And they're, they're like, who? Who? What? Yeah, because yeah, the, the leader of the city is the only man who remembers everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's being a fucking asshole. He's changing everything for everybody. I mean... Kind of. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything yeah. about him. It's he's, it's he's a very interesting character. I'll just wow. leave it at that. Wow. But, um, I mean, yeah, there's a whole there's a reason why he's, like, pushing Roger. And he's using Angel to do it. Because, mm. like I said, they're, they're trying to force him to do something. Mm-hmm. Which is why they're like, you gotta get your Mega Deuce alive <laughs> and kicking and doing stuff even when you're not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get in the goddamn Mega Deuce. Yeah, except he's 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 doing it. He's doing it anyway. Yeah, you don't you don't have to tell him twice. He'll do it without you telling him. Because <laughs> he's got a pretty good moral compass, and and I like him. He's he's uh like how do I put it? He's not like overly. Um, like he, he's not like righteous. How do I put it? Yeah. He's not extremely righteous. He's just a guy that what, kind of does the right thing when he feels he needs to. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But those eyebrows though, <laughs> don't, don't you make fun They're of so him? They're so defining. They're so defining, they but so like defining. front, like when he's facing you facing like front, they look great. But then like when they do three quarters, like his eyebrows are just coming out of his face like he has 